Hi, this is Relate to the Bible podcast with Deborah Styling, a podcast that helps listeners realize the Bible is still relevant in the 21st century. Hello, this newest podcast is called Making the Bronze Altar According to the Lord's Intelligent Design. It covers Exodus chapter 38, verses 1 through 31. You can find this at Books of the Bible in Smaller Chunks on HTTPS, colon, double backslash, Bible in Smaller Chunks, B-I-B-L-E-I-N-S-M-A-L-L-E-R-C-H-U-N-K-S dot blogspot, B-L-O-G-S-P-O-T dot com. I felt led to write this for people in our busy world so they can have that connection with the Lord God through the Bible in their smaller chunks of time. In doing so, I'm ever mindful of Revelations chapter 22, verses 18 through 19, not to add to or take away from anything in the Bible. So in contemplating doing this, it's done with primarily the King James Version Bible and lots and lots of prayers. Plus, at times, I use BibleGateway.com, BibleHub.com, and other internet resources as necessary. Also, I've had it on my heart to put it into a table format. It makes me think that it may possibly make it easier for people to understand the text in the Bible or easier for them to read it quickly. Not putting repetitive text. And is also something that I do at times when it doesn't change the meaning. It is, um, there are certain things like it's telling all the tribes and, and has certain names, uh, certain titles over and over and over and over and over again, like 20 times within a chapter. And that doesn't change the meaning of it. And I... If it doesn't change the meaning and it's not done for emphasis, then those repetitive portions within that chapter won't be there. But the thing is, is that um, if it does change the meaning, if it is for emphasis, it'll be included. But if it doesn't, it won't be there. The thing is that it changes the verse numbering. So I will tell you the the chap the book of the bible i'm covering the chapter i'm covering in the verse range like i did where this is exodus is the book of the bible it's chapter 38 and the verses covered are verses 1 through 31 but it isn't numbered this is verse 1 this is verse 16 it's nothing like that it's um that the, you just know that the vast majority of everything that God had on my heart from this chapter is within this podcast or online if you read it there. And um, so it covers all the pertinent information in there, but it just doesn't have verse numbers. Um, let's see. Also within brackets, at times there's paraphrasing of background information or information to possibly add clarity or more current terms. Speaking spoken to, sometimes transition words. Sometimes there's condensing, combining, and compressing similar words. When I come to something significant that's foretelling in a passage, I'll say, oh, there's an asterisk. It's foretelling of a future event. Now, if the future event 
is something I could condense and tell you briefly, I will do so. When I get to the New Testament and Jesus' words are in red, I will tell you that. See it's just a podcast. Um, but we're in Exodus, which is toward the beginning of the Bible, so it's going to be a while till we get to that part. Anyway, making the bronze altar according to the Lord's intelligent design. He, which is the artisan, and his name was Bezalel, or I'm probably not pronouncing it correctly, but that's what it looks like. Made the square altar for the burnt offerings of shittim wood five by five by three cubits. That means it's five feet long, uh, not feet, five cubits long by five cubits wide by three feet. I keep saying feet. By three cubits high. He made four horns, one for each corner, which were of one piece with the altar, and he overlaid it with brass. He made the vessels, utensils, which are utensils for the altar, the pans, the shovels, the basins, the flesh hooks, the forks, the fire pens, and all, all were made of brass. I wondered, now I can tell you this is true, so it's an aside and I'm not positive, but other things that he had made for tables were of all gold, and then these are brass, and it's because there um, is a, where there's going to be sacrifices on that, so I think the brass is possibly hardier for handling it, and I probably shouldn't tell you that because I'm not sure that's why, but that's what I think. He made a grate of brass network for the altar under its rim, Midway from the bottom, he cast four rings for the four corners of the brass grating as holders for the poles that he made of shittim wood and overlaid them with brass. Then he put the poles into the rings on the side of the altar to carry it. He made the altar hollow with boards. He made the basin and its base of brass from the brass mirrors of the women who assembled at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. He made a fine woven linen, hangings 100 cubits long, a fine woven linen for both the north and the south sides of the court. Each of those two sides had 20 pillars for them, a pillar is kind of like a column, and the hooks of the pillars and its bands were silver. The east and the west sides each had hangings of 50 cubits with 10 pillars and 10 sockets so the pillars and their bands were of silver. Here's an aside. This is all for the, the movable tent-like church for the Israelites to worship in over the 40 years that they're in the wilderness. The hangings for each of the sides of the court gate were 15 cubits with their three pillars and their three sockets. The sockets for the pillars and their bands were silver and its capitals, and the bands of the pillars were overlaid with silver. The hanging screen for the gate of the court was a blue, purple, and scarlet thread of fine woven linen and 20 by 5 cubits corresponding to the hangings of the court. And there were four sockets of brass. Their hooks, capitals, and bands were covered, overlaid with silver. All the pegs of the tabernacle and the court all around were brass. This inventory of the tabernacle of the testimony was counted by the Levites according to the commandment of Moses for the service of the Levites by the hands of by the hand of Ithamar Aaron's sons who were who was the priest. 
Bezalel, son of Uri, who was the son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah, made all that the Lord commanded Moses. And with him, Aholiab, son of Ahishtamach, I'm not sure I'm pronouncing this right, I just do the best I can, of the tribe of Dan, an engraver and designer and embroiderer of blue, purple, and scarlet thread of, of fine linen, and all the gold offering that was used in the work of the holy place was 29 talents and 70, 730 shekels, according to the shekel of the sanctuary. The silver from those who were numbered of the congregation was 100 talents, 1,775 shekels, and 1,175 shekels, according to the shekel of the sanctuary, which means it was the honest weight, which was from everyone from 20 years old and above of 600. 3,550 men who gave a becca, which is a certain amount, each, which is one half shekel, according to the shekel of the sanctuary. From a hundred talents of silver were cast, the hundred sockets of the sanctuary and the bases of the veil. One talent of silver was used for each socket. From the 1,775 shekels, he made hooks for the pillars and overlaid the hooks and capitals with silver and made silver bands for them. The offering of the base, no, the offering of the brass was 70 talents and 2,400 shekels, which were used to make the sockets for the doors of the tabernacle of the congregation, the brass altar, the brass grating for it, and all the vessel utensils for the altars and the sockets for the court all around. The bases for the court gate and all the pegs for both the tabernacles and the court all around. The next time I share a podcast, it will be over Exodus chapter 39, verses 1 through 43. And I've titled it Assembling the Garments for the Priest According to the Lord's Design. Please share this with others. Thank you. Thank you for joining us at Relate to the Bible. I look forward to you joining us next time where you will hear more examples of how you can relate the Bible in ways that are especially meaningful to you.